I entered this January in a panic. I, I didn't have nearly as many speaking gigs booked as I was comfortable with. I felt like I had everything and nothing to do at the same time. I then found myself questioning all of the changes I had made in my company over the past year, changes I knew I wanted, but with so much time to think and overthink, those changes now seem scary. Welcome to episode 134 of This Shit Works. I'm your host, Julie Brown, speaker, author, and networking coach, and today I am discussing why downtime is a vital part of the creative process and your business cycle. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. There is a term in agriculture called lying fallow, the definition of which is to remain uncultivated, unused, unproductive for a time. In agriculture, we're obviously talking about the soil, allowing the soil to be unused, unplanted for a period of time, and studies show that a field that has been allowed to lie fallow for just one year produces a higher crop yield when it is again used for planting. This January, I didn't have any big presentations to prepare for, travel to book, or clients to kick off. I began to panic. I looked at the downtime I was experiencing as a negative, as if I had not done enough to prevent this lull in my calendar. It seemed like a real kick in the crotch that my downtime was happening at the beginning of the new year. I mean, aren't we supposed to go into the new year with guns blazing, running on all cylinders, ready to crush some fucking goals? Again. I was in a bit of a panic. Thank God. Thank God for my business manager, Kate. Kate and I meet every Monday. Her job is varied and includes helping me make business decisions, especially go-no-go decisions when it comes to potential speaking engagements or clients, brainstorming new offerings, keeping my website up to date and interactive. So many things. Too many things, probably. Not the least of which is talking me off the ledges that I find myself on when I get stressed out. The second Monday in January, I came into our meeting in a tizzy. I was so upset about how not busy I was. Wheels spinning on how I could turn this around and get busy right fucking now. It was then that Kate told me that I needed this downtime. That I had been going too fast for too long. That this downtime serves a purpose, not the least of which is to allow me to be creative. To really think about new offerings. To design the workshops I've desperately wanted to but haven't had the time to discover new information to weave into my keynotes. She told me that this town time wasn't going to last and that I needed to savor it and make the most of it. It was in that moment that I remembered that term, to lie fallow, and to remember that downtime has a purpose. Idle time is important for both our physical and mental health, and we are sorely lacking in it. I was sorely lacking in it, and when it came, it felt so foreign and wrong that I didn't know what to do with it. According to a Psychology Today article, writer and artist Tim Krieger explains that idleness is necessary for productivity. Taking a break and doing nothing gives our brains a chance to sift through data, make connections, and creatively problem-solve using our unconscious mind. It helps us store and consolidate memories. Downtime may even help us be more moral and authentic. 
Each day after that meeting with Kate, I went into the office and instead of sitting at my desk and pounding away on my computer, I sat on my couch with my laptop. Madeline curled up beside me and I just started writing. I wrote about networking and the new ideas I wanted to incorporate into my talk. I spent time reading studies and gathering data. Each day I let my mind wander wherever it wanted, asking myself what I wanted to learn about that day and then seeking out information on that subject. I did this for two weeks straight. At the end of those two weeks, I had completely outlined my new half-day workshop, designing it around the information and studies that I discovered when I let my mind wander and be curious. And what is amazing is that information and the learning points within this new offering are so much more fun and interesting than they ever would have been if I had sat at my desk and tried to design a new workshop by forcing it out of my brain while trying to juggle a million other things. And Kate was so right. The third week of January brought a flurry of inquiries about new speaking gigs and potential long-term clients. My time of lying fallow was officially over. I was officially back to being busy. Without Kate, I would have spent those first two weeks of January wringing my hands, wondering what I had done wrong, why the phone wasn't ringing and the inquiries weren't coming in, second-guessing all of the decisions I'd made over the past year. Instead, I took her advice and turned that time into two of the most creative weeks I've had in my business to date. We think about taking micro-breaks throughout our day, you know, stretching, taking a quick walk to refocus our energies. Maybe we need to take extended breaks from how we normally work so that we can really get creative and discover new ideas for our businesses. I know this will happen again, but I know that going forward, I'm going to look at downtime differently. I'm going to look at it as an opportunity to turn up my creativity and to work on something that I've been wanting to work on for a while, but I've just been too busy to do it. Okay, on to the drink of the week, which is appropriately named the Friday afternoon downtime. Here's what you're going to need. One ounce of gin. One ounce of passion fruit liqueur, one ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of simple syrup, and then some lemonade. What you're going to do is you're going to mix everything in a shaker with ice and shake, 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 and strain into a glass with new ice, and then top all of that with lemonade and garnish with a lemon twist. All right, friends, that's all for this week. If you like what you heard today, please review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please remember to share the podcast to help it reach a larger audience. If you want more, Julie Brown, you can find my book, This Shit Works, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. There'll be a link to it in the show notes. You can find me on LinkedIn at JulieBrownBD. Just let me know where you found me. When you reach out, I am JulieBrown underscore BD on Instagram, or you can just pop on over to my website, JulieBrownBD.com. And until next week, cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.